and welcome to the first English podcast from Worthing College, part of the Chichester College Group. My name's Emma Prince and I'm the Head of Learning with English as one of my curriculum areas and my teaching specialism is English language. These podcasts will include interviews with a range of people finding out what is what it is about English that's so important. And today I'm joined by Dan, so let's start with a bit of context. You're doing a third year with us here at College, Dan, and what course are you taking this year? Um, sport and Exercise Science Diploma. Okay, and what are your future plans? Hopefully physiotherapy at university, straight after this, but um, in the future, maybe going into the NHS for, the, for physiotherapy, um, maybe owning my own clinic. Okay, okay, that sounds some great ambitions there. Let's let's go back to English now, because that's what I want to talk to you about today. What did you enjoy about English at school? Um, I liked the analysis of the whole language and the, the reading of sources, and then just sort of going deeper into the actual writing. Okay, did, did you always like English at school? Yes. Yeah. So you just right from when you started, it's been one of the things that yeah, you've enjoyed? Yeah, I, I had an influence from my sister as well, who... Because she studied uh, here as well, didn't she? She studied here yeah. and went on to do a, a degree in English. Yeah. And um, just when I was at Durrington, I just really enjoyed it, to be honest, and that's why we decided to take it, and obviously it's a great A-level tab on your CV. Of course it is, absolutely. So what led you to choosing Langlit specifically at college? Um, that was more advice. Mm. Um, I heard that language was a lot more getting into the nitty-gritty why we sort of speak and write in the way that we do and um, literature was a lot more reading of which I do enjoy reading yeah. but with the time that I had on my hands it, it was going to be difficult so my sister was like best best option is language and literature and I really enjoyed it. Because that's what she did as well wasn't it? I think so yeah. because yeah. she, she had Lizzie as well yeah. as a teacher. So when you, you talked about advice, so was it mainly from your sister or was it when you came to the open events at college? Did you speak to the staff then? Um, yeah, I, I, I did a, um, an open day, I think. I came and did yeah. a, like a... What, the, the intro days? A lesson, yeah, yeah. with Lizzie yeah. And, uh, and another teacher as well, I can't remember her That was name. Sarah. Did you focus on Handmaid's Tale? I think so, yeah. Did you end up wearing silly hats and... Possibly. I think I chose <laughs> not to wear them. <laughs> Dan, you're not, you're not engaging in it. What did you enjoy most about the course? Most was was probably the coursework, because um, it just gave you a lot of freedom to... Can you, can you explain what that entails? Because people listening might not know what the coursework involves on Langlet. Choosing your own piece of literature and just um, analysing that, but also comparing it to a current piece of writing yeah so you did it was a comparison of literature and non-fiction wasn't yeah. it yeah it was the whole fiction and non-fiction so i did um what did i do american psycho and a series of speeches from donald trump okay interesting it, quite, it worked quite well because the way they speak was once you analyzed it quite similar and it, i just found it really interesting it was something that i quite happily got on with and Knowing American Psycho quite well, that's that's saying quite a lot about Donald Trump. There, yeah, uh, well, it's the fact they even got brought into the actual literature. It yeah. was like it, it, yeah. it, you couldn't get closer to something that you could um, compare. And I, I enjoyed Hammer's Tale as well, mm. actually, which I think shocked quite a lot of people when I was there quite happily. Just Why do you think reading. it shocked people? I don't know. When, when my mum came home, I'd come from reading books about rugby or American Psycho to... Handmaid's Tale, and I 
was quite happily getting on with it. I, I read it um, before the course started, because that was what was demanded of you. Yeah. Um, so I read it whilst I was on the cruise. So I'd be just under an umbrella, just reading away at the Handmaid's Tale. Sounds perfect to me. Did you just enjoy it from the first, sort of, when you first started reading it? Did you find it difficult to get into? Um, I, I have a weird thing with books where I have to force myself to get into the first few chapters. Mm. But once I really get into it, I do enjoy it. But I do have to, It's it's been weird, I think it's just... My personality, maybe, maybe something's still the sport. <laughs> I, I constantly have to be moving. So even though you've always enjoyed English, you've always had you've always had to kind of push yourself a little bit to get past that initial stage of, of a book or with the reading. Text. Yeah, mm. when it comes to the analysis, that's that's where I really enjoyed it. That's yeah. where it came from at mm. Darrington. That I just I'd sit at the back of the I requested to sit at the back of the classroom on my own and just yeah. get on with the work. You're just, a, you're just a star student. So did you, did reading The Handmaid's Tale change your outlook on things in any way? Did it have an influence on the way you, you see things and think about things? Um, well, I think, I think that's, that's what was the main point of the piece of literature, wasn't it? Mm. Just to change people's opinions on, on um, feminism and, mm. and um, patriarchy and, and, and things like that. But it was, it definitely did. It definitely opened my eyes to the fact that it is the whole point of the the literature was it wasn't something that has happened. It was something that has the capability of happening. Yeah, and that was, that was probably one of the reasons why I found it quite interesting. Because so if we don't take things seriously, then you you can see what can happen. So do you do you class yourself as a feminist, having read it? I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Feminist with a small F. Are you kind of you you accept that everybody should be equal? Oh yes, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. not. I'm not. I'm not one of those people who will go and openly talk to everyone <laughs> about feminism. But I, I've always you, thought that feminists don't have to do that, do they? Yeah. They they have have that belief, but it doesn't no, mean yeah, you have to go and talk to. No okay, exactly. So we talked briefly about your future plans at the beginning. You talked about wanting to be going to physiotherapy, and that's that's where you're aiming. What skills that you gained from studying English do you think will support you? Definitely the essay writing. Mm. Things like, like I said, I enjoyed the coursework. There is a lot of writing in the coursework mm. and obviously you have dissertations in any degree that you go yeah. into. Um, even now, there's things um, where I'm sat in my uh, sports science diploma and I'm like, this is going to be alright for me because I've gone through it all before. So one of the, the exams was three hours, I think, yeah. in English. Yeah. And I'm going to have a psychology exam where you're writing for, for three hours as well. And it's the whole, you're analysing the mm. theories, but also just the way people act. And I think that's going to help. Yeah, because um, you look at theory in, in Lang Lit as well, don't you, to a certain yeah. extent. So yeah. it, that, that supports you in, in that area, but yeah. also the essay writing skills and the analysis. Also basic things like proofreading. Yeah. It's something. It's just. It's just basic skills that you definitely need going yeah. into, especially if you want to be a business owner. You have to have basic sense of grammar and spelling. Yeah. It's just the nit, the nitty gritty because stuff. Because you're going to be selling your your product. If, <laughs> if that if that's what you want to do and go into have your own business, you're going to be selling yourself, aren't you? You want yeah. people to take you seriously. So you're right. Those skills that are really important and can set you apart from other people as well. So the final question, unless you want to say anything else at the end, is if you could give one piece of advice to someone studying 
any of the English A-levels, because they, they all take the same skills and the reading is, is to different levels, but obviously you've all, all got the same skills. If you were going to give one piece of advice to somebody who's about to embark on an A-level English, what would it be? Do, do you enjoy reading? If you don't, of which I wasn't a massive fan, which mm. I think is why a lot of people are sort of drawn away from English, it's oh, I don't really like reading. There are ways to get around it, there are... Mm. I mean, I tried audiobooks at one point because there were parts in the literature where I just struggled to just yeah. get my head into the book. Mm. Um, and how, how much do you want it, really? The, the, are you willing to accept that it's a good A-level to have and yeah. that you need to have a good grade in it as well? Mm. Having an A-level where you've got just a pass, whether it's an E or a D or whatever, isn't isn't good enough. You, no. It needs to look good on your CV. It needs to stick out. So you've got to be willing to put the work in. Okay. And so. learn your terminology. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot, isn't there? Yeah, there is a lot. <laughs> but it's, it's doable, isn't it? Oh, if yeah, you take 100%. it step by yeah, step. If, if you look at me, and I've never been a massive revision guy. I did my GCSEs hands down. I didn't, I didn't do loads of revision because I just always struggled with things like that. Mm. But... It's not impossible. I mean, I quite enjoyed it the whole way through, to be honest. So in terms of what you said there about revision, did you find that you were kind of revising things as you went through? So you kind of yeah. got into the good habits with that, whereas yeah. when you did your GCSEs, you'd kind of left it all to the last minute and did you sort of cram a little bit? Yeah. Um, I, I think that's something else you need to think about. It is a step up mm. from, from English at um, GCSE to, to A-level, um, and there is definitely... You do need to revise at this point. Yeah. I mean, there are A-levels you need to revise for every A-level, even if it's a B-take or CAM-take or whatever mm. you're taking. Um, but, yeah, at GCSE, there was this constant stress on me that, oh, you need to be revising for every lesson. So I chose things that I was good at and things that I wasn't good at, started revising on things that I wasn't good at, yeah. and um, sort of ended on a level of English. So how... I'm, I'm going to chuck another question because we discussed the questions beforehand, I know. What are the major differences between English at GCSE and English at A-level? Because I think some people are, are put off a little bit because they've studied at a GCSE and they think it's going to be exactly the same. So what are the, what are the main differences that you picked up on? Well, don't do Charles Dickens anymore or Macbeth. <laughs> <laughs> that's because you chose Lang Lit, so you didn't choose to go down there the, having the older texts on there. That's, yeah. the, that's the key difference between... Lit and Langlit, isn't it? The, the age of the text that you study. Yeah. I think it's... Um, I think it's... You're given a lot more freedom to sort of work around a piece of text. Originally it was very... almost scripted, mm. if, if you must. Yeah. It was... You were given sentences that you would write within yeah. there. This quote means this. It means this because. Yeah. This means that. But now it's sort of, you can still use those sentences, but you go deeper into mm. it and, and, yeah, with the coursework, you're, that's just completely down to you. And yeah. I'd definitely say the literature's a lot better as well. <laughs> I didn't enjoy Macbeth or um, Charles Dickens, but that's just me. That may be for people to take English language or... Yeah, not not everybody. I, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't appeal to everybody. So GCSE felt a bit more of a process and you were kind yeah. of going through a routine yeah. with things whereas at 
A level. I'm, I'm picking up on what you're saying. There's just more freedom, and you're you're, you're expected to think for yourself a little bit. Yeah, more. you. It, it's a lot more enjoyable. Mm. I'd say it was definitely uh, my my favourite subject to be taken, which probably shocked a lot of people. I took engineering and business, yeah. and I was always a bit of a. People thought I'd enjoy business more. I, d- mm. I didn't massively enjoy business. No. I struggled with it quite. Quite a lot. Yeah. Struggled with engineering quite a lot. Mm. Struggled at points of English, but I got my head down with it and, yeah. and uh, came out with a B, so that's all right. Well, having heard that it was your favourite subject, I think that's a good place to stop. So thank mm. you very much for speaking today. It's been really good to hear from you, Dan. Thank you.